Welcome to Belief Busters Podcast, where we change the world one belief at a time. I'm your host, Reverend Cherie Taylor-Jones, and I'm really glad that you could join us on the journey. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Belief Busters. I wanted to let you know that there may be some slight distortion in this conversation, but it's a really powerful conversation about reframing 2020, so I ask your forgiveness. Let me start by introducing our guest, Bindi Height. She is a leader in the field of digital communications, providing innovative solutions to complex business problems in small business environments. She is an award-winning collaborator who has made a mark and set the foundations of digital success for many iconic brands. She is also the CEO and founder of the Ethical Change Agency, leveraging decades of experience to empower ethical business leaders, change makers, and holistic healers to harness their power for collective change. Let's begin. Thank you so much, Ray, for having me. Yeah, no, it's really great. I want our listeners to know I first bumped into Bindi being a guest on her show, and it was just a really good conversation. And you know how sometimes you talk to someone, you meet someone, and it's just like, ding, ding, ding. You're like, oh, this is my person. So <laughs> Bindi may not know this, but she's my person. So <laughs> I'm really glad that you're here and that we get to do this conversation together. Yeah, me too. And and did I? I feel exactly the same. Yeah. And it's really it, what I love about doing this work is I get to connect with people all across the globe because you're, mm. what part of Australia are you? Uh, I'm just outside of Brisbane in Queensland, Australia. I'm glad that you're here. And so while we were planning this conversation, we thought about what year 2020 has been like. And um, really, I wanted to talk about what are our beliefs that we had when things started to go slightly strange and interesting in 2020. (laughs) (laughs) Remember, like some of your thoughts and beliefs as as our world kind of changed? Mm, yeah, I I remember it well. I think it was the 19th of March <laughs> of 2020 where it just went sideways. Um, yeah, like we went into lockdown and, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I also uh, work full-time uh, for government here and uh, so I was working from home full-time as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, I've, I've got the agency and I was like, oh, my God, what's going to happen to that? You know, people are going to be able to come to the recording studio um, and I was just like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? And we didn't know. I think the, the big thing was the uncertainty. You didn't know how long this was going to go on for. Mm-hmm. Um, you felt like you couldn't plan anything and it was just, you know, this this empty wasteland of not knowing anything. Right. Um, but also being scared, like not wanting to get COVID, for one. Mm-hmm. Um, and before COVID even hit, mm, yeah. we had uh, severe bushfires um closely followed by some local flooding as well and then we went into COVID so it was like okay 2020 what you got yeah um and we're still in this COVID um state um it's not quite so bad here in Australia now but it's not over it's not over but it took some time 
to actually change the mindset and go through the stages and the you know the process of something that we never experienced before. Correct. For us here in the states, we are now hitting into what they're calling the third wave, mm. and it's exponential again. Um, the numbers are higher than ever before. So I think it's a timely conversation for us to have because I do remember those feelings of, uh-oh, the world is changing. Ooh, mm. wasn't expecting this as I planned out my calendar for the year, like most of us, as yeah. especially for independent business women, you know, we plan our year out. And mm -hmm. it's like, ooh, this is not going the way that I thought or hoped or desired. And I remember hearing people, you know, just wanting to cancel out the year. Yeah. How do you yeah. get rid of 2020? But what I was hearing in the conversation that we were having is that there is a, a shift and a reframing. And that's the piece that I really want us to talk about because it's so important right now, especially with the holidays coming up, mm. you know? Mm. And so what our traditions have been you know, they're going to change this year again. That's it. And, and really every um, tradition or milestone throughout the year has changed. So, you know, look at Easter, look at any of the celebrations that we would normally have. Right. Uh, even birthdays and, and weddings and things like that, everything has changed. Um, and, it, again, I'm going to say it, it's a new normal that I don't mm. think is going to go away. Correct. Mm. So what was your process when you started this idea that what if 2020 isn't the hell that so many people think it is mm. look you know i i found myself in a grieving process um probably at the end of march beginning of april because it was like i was saying goodbye to the life i knew and i was like okay what happens now yeah. and i realized it was it was stages of grieving and because I was a very social person, you know, all those kind of things. And, and um, you know, I, I quite often talk to people about love languages and my number one love language is touch. So I couldn't hug anyone anymore. Yeah. And so that was a big thing for me. I was And I was put into isolation and all mm -hmm. I had was my dogs. So I was like, okay, <laughs> we've got a deal. <laughs> yeah. so, um, so there was that. But then I guess probably one of the most beautiful things I've had and created has been my podcast. Uh, and and through the conversations that I've had, including with people like you, um, there's been so much value that I personally have gotten from that myself okay. that I've been able to then share. So it's it's like this cyclical thing that keeps keeps going um, and keeps amplifying around the world. And so through those conversations, um, I you know we were talking about COVID you know everybody's impacts all that kind of thing throughout the world but probably the first big lesson that I got was that um, what I do today impacts your tomorrow. So say more. Look, so with that, if you look at um, you know the COVID as an example, mm -hmm. it takes one person's actions to impact many. You know, um, down to the way our environment changed. You know. The smog started to go away when we went into lockdown. The river started yeah, to clear and the animals came out. So, you know, um, just, you know, what I do today, every single little thing I do, we're all on the same planet, we're all in the same home. So what I do today impacts your tomorrow and vice versa. Yeah. We are all one. 
And I think that became really visually clear through 2020, um, more than we've ever seen. What I, I think that's been a gift for 2020 is the world has shrunk. Mm. Everyone is so accessible now. And Absolutely. it's like, oh, what's happening to Bindi in Australia? And what's happening to Vicky in England? And what's happened? I mean, we're just so clear that we're we're connecting and that what happens to you happens to me and matters to me. Um, mm. And I think that's really one of the huge gifts of 2020 has been really us seeing that what we thought mattered and what we thought was vital and what we thought was so important really, really wasn't and isn't. Yeah, yeah. and that, uh, as we were just saying off air, I, um, that was probably a bigger harm moment for me most recently. Um, and, you know, accumulatively as you have these conversations, these things start to bubble up. And so uh, the big one that came out of my mouth in, in a recent episode was that, um, you know, if we were to wrap 2020 up in a bow, it would be that we found what matters. That we found what matters. I like that. So 2020, we found what matters. Yeah, and if you want to unpack that, I mean... Yeah, let's. Human connection, <laughs> for one, okay? Like, um, when we're all in lockdown, as you've said, we've found a way to connect, but also the people we love that we can't be with. They mean so much more. Mm -hmm. So uh, there's that. And then you, you, you see around the world where people have become, they've learned to love local. So, you know, they have to shop locally, they can't travel, so they're really becoming more of a community. Mm -hmm. So that unity is happening. So if you look at all of those kind of things that were taken away from us through this time, they're more meaningful now. So things like weddings, funerals, those kind of things that we, we had to attend virtually, um, when we actually get into a space with other people now, it means so much more. Yeah, no, I get that. We've been doing so much, just running, and there's mm. been this, this need for us to be such heavy producers, which means that we don't really take time to to connect with the people that matter in our lives. And it's Absolutely. just been, it's been this wonderful um, awakening of the globe of people doing things in unique and wonderful ways to connect. Mm. You know, like drive-by birthday parties, yeah. right? Where yeah. it's like they want to honor that person. They want to, to let them know they matter and they care. And so, we're doing drive-by birthday parties. How cool yeah. is that? Yeah, very, very cool. So there have been all these wonderful, innovative ways that people have found to socialize, to um, let people know that they matter, to, to connect. I'm a natural introvert, but I'm. I also need. I also need people. There's there's some spark of energy when I'm around people. Right. And then yeah. I recharge by going within. And so when COVID first happened, I was like, well, business as usual for me. Introverts rejoice. Exactly. As it kept going, I realized, oh my, I'm really, I'm missing that. I'm also tactile 
in, in yeah. the way that I connect. I'm always touching people and hugging people and mm. smooching on them. Um, and then, you know, you're, you're not able to do that. And so what I've discovered is I'm taking responsibility for my own mental health. I'm taking mm. responsibility for my joy. I'm taking responsibility to connect with people who are introverts and will like, it's really difficult for them to reach out, you know, and connect in that way too and love mm. them up. So there's this wonderful polarity of how do we take care of ourselves socially and also be aware of taking care of others socially in new ways in which we don't negatively impact them. Yeah. It's just been amazing to see the innovation around the world that's that's bubbled up because of this, you know, having to do things virtually. And I think, you know, it's going to change the way we do things moving forward, I think. It's going to make us a much more efficient planet, I hope. I hope so too. I hope the days of corporations needing to tie and tether people to a desk from, mm. you know, till five, nine till five or whatever the hours are. I'm hoping that really eases and relaxes for people significantly as companies see that people are, have been effective. Mm. They have been productive. And they've been more aware of their family and they're not spending like an hour commuting one way and then Absolutely. an hour coming back, right? Yeah. And polluting the planet and yeah. all of that that goes with it. Yeah, so true. And there's just so much money we could save and and, and so much, you know, pollution and time. That, you know, it just changes our whole dynamic of life. And I think if we can continue that and also, you know, just uh, it maximises um, time with family, as you said, um, and, and downtime as well. I think, you know, for mm -hmm. me during during the height of the pandemic, I was busier than I'd ever been in my life and I burnt out. Yes. And um, we've got to be cautious of that if we're stuck in one place and working all the time that we do break away from that. Um, so I think, you know, having that self-care um, it, it has to be high on your, your priority list, um, particularly now in 2020. I agree. But I think underlying that lack of self-care is a belief. Yes. And I think that belief is that we have to work really hard. And in order to get ahead in the world, we have to put in 40, 50, 60, 70 hour work weeks mm -hmm. to be seen as productive and, you know, looking for that promotion. Mm. So. I'm wondering if we as a society have finally started to break through that myth because it is a myth that we have to do so many crazy hours to be successful or a company person. Mm. Can you speak a little to that? What do you think? Absolutely true. And I think, you know, and I guess it depends upon the, the role you play in life as well. There is a definite shift that you do not have to work yourself to the ground. And I think it takes leadership to lead by that example as well, to actually show that it's okay to take a break. It's okay to leave early and, and spend time with your family or do what matters to you. Yes. I mean, for all that this craziness has turned our world upside down, it's also been a wonderful leveler mm. in that. This Absolutely. is affecting everyone, yeah. no matter 
what level, no matter the wealth, the poverty, the class, the, the color, it's a leveler. Absolutely. And I found, well, I mean, you know, in a workplace, you're, you're doing, you know, kind of Zoom kind of stuff with the, the highest level of people and, and, you know, they've got stuff going on at home just like you do. But, yeah. um, you know, the other thing is that for me, um, like for my podcast, guests have been far more accessible because they're not travelling the globe and I can get big names that I couldn't get before. So yeah. I was like, oh, that's COVID. <laughs> yes, Absolutely. <laughs> One of the nice things that I saw recently in the American landscape of politics is there was this, I believe it was a senator, and he was talking on one of the news shows, and mm -hmm. it was on Zoom, and his son, teenager, on the phone, just starts waltzing in behind him, coming into the room, and you can see him just pause, do this, like, uh-oh, crap look on his face right and then he slowly reverses out of the room and it's hilarious because it it just makes it so real that all all have families we're all home we have the goofy teens that you know are just in their own place and space unaware and it doesn't matter if it's a senator a judge a janitor a teacher all of this is going on. I feel like it's just humanized us. So true. And I think, you know, for, for teams that work together, I think it's actually brought them closer together and, and, and being more family-like um, because you're in each other's home, right? Yes. And you, you, you're getting to understand their family dynamics and what's happening in their day and all of that kind of stuff. So it's, it's more than just rocking up to work and going, hey, how you doing? There's a whole bunch of their life that becomes part of your life. Yeah. Yeah, we're mm. just wonderful. The other day I was doing a podcast and one of my dogs started howling in his sleep. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, just one moment. I'm just going to wait for my pup to finish howling and I'll be back with you. <laughs> and, and it's life and it's juicy mm. and it's wonderful and it makes us laugh. I, I think it's wonderful. I think so many barriers and the walls that we've put up you know, are slowly dissolving in a really loving way. Yeah, and I, I think one of the other things that's been really good uh, as, a, as a side effect from, you know, us going into lockdown and being much more conscious of our hygiene and things like that has been that other diseases have reduced as well. So, you know, our communities are healthier. So the, the, the flu here was hardly a blip on the radar this year, wow. um, whereas you know, there would probably be more deaths from the flu than COVID here. Um, wow. there, it was just hardly even a blip. So that that is another, you know, blessing, I guess, um, this year that, that we could thank. Love it. In the U.S., there are more restrictions that are um, about to come into our lives because the numbers are just so out of control. Yeah. How do we shift? I think the thing that really worked for me was focusing on the now. Um, the, the the one thing you've got to focus on is the present moment. When you start to think about next week, next month, next year, whatever it is into the future, you're just going to paralyse yourself basically because you can't control that. You can't predict that. So, you know, what you can do is live in the now. I think um, the present moment is probably the most valuable thing to you. You know, base your goals and your plans on today and work mm -hmm. through that and you'll find each day gets easier as you go. Being in lockdown, um, you know, everybody has to find their little bit of joy. 
So you have to make sure that no matter what your jam is, you find it and you love the hell out of that. So whether it be, I don't know, playing music or uh, reading or writing or what I did was I went and created meditations and published them for the world to listen to. So Whoa. that's what I did. Where do you have those listed? Uh, they're on Insight Timer. Ooh. You know what? I got so many messages from people all over the world who listened to those, and I did one specifically on um, living in the present moment and getting through, um, you know, uh, unpredicted times. They just absolutely loved it and it helped them so much. So I think, you know, making time for yourself and focusing on, you know, just getting through that time. I mean, we know more now than we did before. You've just got to focus on today and um, and don't be scared. You're going to be okay. Yeah, I love that. It's silly. Like there are things that I haven't been able to do in a really long time. And I'm finding the simple pleasures in the now moment, the simple mm. pleasure of maybe just doing some needlepoint for a little while, mm. the simple pleasure of reading trash or whatever it is that I want to read for no other reason than enjoyment. Yep. I'm in South California, so the weather's temperate, you know, and it's, I've put up some uh, white fairy lights all around the hedges and, you know, I just go out there and it's like this special time that I have. That's beauty, you know, so yes. we can create this beauty around us to enjoy, you know, isolation um, and, and being aware of the space around us doesn't mean that we have to be deprived. That's yes. it. Right? Yeah. Things change and it's finding new ways of giving ourselves pleasure and care. So true. And, you know, through lockdown, I, I did so much improvement on the house. Like <laughs> uh, <laughs> put on a new deck, I bought a lounge, you know. So, um, you know, just I, I thought if I'm going to be spending a lot of time here, I want to make it something that yes. I can be comfortable and enjoy. And so if I'm working here and I'm living here, I need to be able to have a separate space for both. Um, nice. I think that's a really important thing is, is separating that and not having your workspace inside your living space um, because that can really, you know, screw with your mind if you don't. Well, yeah, because now there's no boundaries. Now it's that's just it. work all the time, right? Yeah. And we yeah. have a place that we can just either close the door or separate mm -hmm. from and be living then right That's it. In of our lives so i love that suggestion bindi i think it's wonderful my listeners know i'm in a really small space where my husband and i are in a motorhome so maybe we've got 400 square feet yeah you know? and it's there's one area for my husband where he works there's one area for me where i work and when we're not working we're someplace else yeah right and hopefully most of it is outside because the weather is just so nice. And I have to mm. just sit and, you know, we've got hummingbird feeders. And so we've got hummingbirds that come in and, and it's just those simple pleasure are just making our lives feel so much richer. Yeah. And I think the other thing is, is get outside. If, you know, you are in lockdown, I'm sure you can get to a balcony, a window, um, you know, a backyard, whatever it is get outside, get fresh air and get some sunlight because getting those are so important to your mental health as well. Yes, it is. We need that. I don't know about you, but I I tell my husband I'm sun-powered. 
know, it's like, yes. if I get enough sun, I can do anything and I can take on the world. But if, if I'm not getting that sunshine, I just find my energy just gets shrinks. It gets smaller and smaller and smaller. Yeah. So I know part of my self-care is that I have to get outside, be outdoors if I can walk a little bit. I mean, I'm not the most physical person, but I do love being out outside also allows us to know that there's something greater than ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Getting outside of, you know, the four walls you're in is, is super important in so many ways. Um, yeah. So if you are in lockdown, please make it make a space in your day for that. So what yeah. suggestions do you have for us to deal with missing people, missing our family during the holidays and ways to make it better? Yeah, I, I totally get it. And Christmas this year, no doubt, is, is going to feel very different uh, mm -hmm. because of, you know, how this year has been. There's two things. One is where there's a will, there's a way. If you if you love your family, and I'm, I'm saying not everybody does, and you want to spend time with them this Christmas, and regardless of their age or technical ability, get in touch with them. Pick up the phone, do a Zoom, do a FaceTime, whatever it is. Um, my mum my is 73, and we FaceTime regularly, so she is all over it. We were in lockdown. Um, they because they're elderly and they're vulnerable. I would get all their supplies for them, and I'd meet up somewhere and drop them off. I, I couldn't hug them in in those instances either. So that was hard for them and me. But we would we would zoom or we would FaceTime, and that would be how we see each other. Find a way. Obviously, if we can't travel, we have to do it virtually. So please make the time, um, make the technical ability to make that happen because. Again, it's coming back to what matters to you. And be creative. Tap into your inner child. Your inner child is so creative. And it figures out like these unique ways of doing things. I mean, you can say, like, let's all meet on Zoom at a certain time and have dinner together. You can yeah. do that, right? Yeah. You, yeah. Can, you can send your gifts and, like, create a time everyone gets to open up presents and see each exactly. other's faces as they do that yeah or you could you know sing christmas carols together you know virtually <laughs> live around yeah. the world you know there's no limit to what you can do in this sphere um so i, I reckon zoom is probably gonna melt down on christmas day but, you know, like just I think if you can find a way creatively to, to tap into that, there's so many ways that, I mean, one of the things that we did at work was we actually did a, a treasure hunt around our homes and shared things with, with you know, the team. Oh, I like so, it. Yeah. I think, like you said, tap into that inner child and be super creative. And, you know, if you're really not feeling it this year for Christmas, what you're feeling is normal. It's totally normal and don't put yourself down because of it. Your, your feelings are valid. So feel the feels and, and, and do it anyway. There's always so much pressure around the holidays of how it has mm. to look. Exactly. And here's the thing in 2020, we're all creating a new. Mm. And so when we're creating a new, what that means is there aren't traditions that we have to follow. There aren't mm. shoulds that have to be followed that what, however we envision and want it to be is what we create. Exactly. It's a great time for a clean slate. It really is. Um, and I've been saying that with my family. I'm like, it's not going to, let's not do what we normally do. Let's do it different. Now's the time to make a change. Yes.
got into the, the ethical change agency? I knew that my purpose here was to be a messenger and here to help others spread collective change um, little by little. Through the uh, Ethical Change Agency, all of my clients are people who make a difference in the world in whatever their field is. So I won't work with anybody who doesn't make a change in the world. That, that is my number one rule. It could be that they heal people. Mm -hmm. um, and by doing that, we are changing the world bit by bit. Yeah, and it could be that, you know, they've found a solution to deal with trash around the world or whatever it might be. That kind of stuff is the, the thing I want to amplify. It might be saving orangutans in the rainforest of Borneo. That's the stuff I want to amplify. So it's everybody doing their own special part to make change, to make our home a better place. And I'm sorry, did that happen in 2020? Well, yeah. Well, yeah. That's what <laughs> we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. And even my own podcast, 2020, we're locked down. How do I make an impact in the world? How am I able to get out there and help people shift and transform and maybe be kinder in the world, be more loving in the world, be more helpful in the world, right? Yeah. And so that's how my podcast started in 2020. So I'm really looking at 2020 as this season of awakening, yeah. this season of really being clear on what our purpose and our divine nature is on this planet and having the capacity now to tap into that, to do that, to impact the world, because that's what, that's what we're really here for. That's our purpose. That's our truth. Yeah. Exactly true. And I mean, I, I will not listen to anyone now when they say 2020 is a dumpster fire and just let it burn. Um, <laughs> I, you know, seriously, uh, it is an absolute blessing to us all globally. And I think if we can um, recognize that and, and change our mindset, things are going to get better. Amen. So, Bindi, how do people get in contact with you? Look, I'd love to chat to anyone who wants to chat about pretty much anything. Um, but if, if you've got a passion for change, then then I'm your gal. Jump on the web, go to ethicalchangeagency.com, and you can find all the ways to get in touch with me. It's been such a pleasure to have you on this show and to have this conversation and touching mm. how we can reframe this experience into something that's positive, that's something for us, that is allowing us to awaken to our true. Me too. I, I think it's so important for us to, you know, change change the uh, vocabulary around 2020 and um, I'm doing all I can to do that. And thank you. This is 2020. This is the year that you awaken to what is yours to do, that you have the ability and the space now to start those new endeavors. This is your year. Celebrate 2020. Thank you for joining us on this exploration of belief systems. I hope this gives you permission to change your beliefs and subsequently the world. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast and leave a review wherever you listen. You can reach me at info at preachitsister.com. 
I've also written a book, Turning Your Why Into Why Not, that gives you practical resources and steps that you can take to continue on the journey of exploring what your belief systems are. I look forward to seeing you next time on Belief Busters Podcast. See you on the flip side.